7.32, the White House has announced the second summit will take place between President Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un near the end of February. And the announcement came after Trump met with Kim Jong-un, North Korea's lead negotiator on nuclear talks in Washington. Jennifer Lee can not only recap some of those details that we've been looking at today, but also give us the impression of the local media, starting with the Kyungyang Shinman. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. Um, Kyungyang Shinman said that it welcomes the second U.S.-North Korea summit. It said the most crucial element to the success of the second Trump-Kim summit is give and take, meaning Pyongyang's blueprint and actions for denuclearization and the U.S.'s corresponding measures. More specifically, the paper pointed out that we are left with issues as to the U.S.'s sanctions relief in exchange for Pyongyang's promise to dismantle Yongbyon nuclear test facility and receive inspection and discard its ICBMs. The paper said that it seems that both the U.S. and North Korea were able to come to a common ground to a certain extent through the visit of Kim Jong-chul, vice chairman of North Korea's ruling Workers' Party. But they still need to iron out their differences. We can see this through the White House statement released after Trump-Kim Jong-chul meeting that, quote, the U.S. is going to continue to keep pressure and sanctions on North Korea until we see final and fully verified denuclearization, end quote. And North Korea has not yet announced Vice Chairman Kim Jong-chul's U.S. visit and the second U.S.-North Korea summit to the North Korean public. The newspaper shed light on the current working-level meetings happening in Sweden and emphasized that in order to make the second summit meaningful, both the U.S. and North Korea need to make concessions. The U.S. should keep in mind that Chairman Kim Jong-un has been continuously stressing the need to make bold decisions, which can be interpreted as him making an appeal to the international community that he is determined to make negotiations between the two nations a success. As such, the U.S. needs to suggest more practical ways than simply maintaining sanctions measures to pressure North Korea to give up its nuclear weapons programs. Now let's take another view of the issue through the lens of the Hangul Gilbo this time. Sure. Hangul Gilbo assessed the news of a second summit as a positive development in a sense that the second summit will help nuclear negotiation that has been deadlocked since last November gain back its momentum. But the paper was quite skeptical of the results of the first Trump-Kim summit uh, that had been produced and laid out concerns for the second summit. What the international community wants to see from the second Trump-Kim summit is concrete and practical measures that will lead to complete denuclearization of North Korea, the paper stated. The first summit produced a vague commitment by Kim Jong-un to work toward the work toward the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. But he has yet to take what the international community sees as concrete steps in that direction, and this is exactly what needs to be avoided in the second summit. Um, The paper also said that though it is encouraging to see senior officials from the U.S. and North Korea already kicking off working-level talks in Sweden to prepare for a second summit, more importantly... Difficult agendas, including the freezing and dismantling of the Yongbyon nuclear facility and ICBM, establishing a U.S.-North Korea liaison office, resumption of Kaesong Industrial Complex and Mount Kumgang Tor, all need to be on the discussion table to go through intensive negotiations in order to draw up concrete denuclearization roadmap. 
And finally, let's hear what the Korea Economic Dailies had to say. Sure. Korea Economic Daily said that the key point of the second U.S.-North Korea summit must come up with Uh, must come up with concrete measures to execute complete denuclearization of North Korea. If we repeat the same failure as the first summit in Singapore, we may miss out on an opportunity forever to accomplish denuclearization of the North, the paper said. On top of this, the paper shared two big concerns. One is about a small deal between the two countries where the U.S. allows a partial relief of sanctions against the North in exchange for North Korea discarding intercontinental ballistic missiles, or ICBMs, and resuming Kaesong Industrial Complex. Such compromise may lead to a disaster where Koreans would have to live with the permanent fear of nuclear threats. Another concern raised by the paper relates to how much voice of the Korean government will be reflected in this discussion between U.S. and North Korea. For the first summit held in Singapore, South Korea-U.S. communication channel was in operation. Even so, President Trump went ahead to halt Korea-U.S. joint military exercise without any prior consultation with South Korean government. The paper stressed that the North's dismantlement of weapons programs shouldn't come at the cost of the reduction of the size of the U.S. troops in South Korea. Lastly, the Korea Economic Daily insisted that we pose extra pressure on the North to submit a thorough denuclearization roadmap, including concrete steps towards abandoning its weapons programs. And this will be the only way for the Korean government to show its capability as an able mediator in denuclearization talks. Well, thank you very much, Jennifer Lee, for giving us that roundup of, as all the newspapers are focusing on this issue right now, just some of the papers' different views on an upcoming summit that maybe will take place and maybe will take us a little bit further forward.